All Year I Dream About Gaming Conventions. Welcome everyone to All Year I Dream About Gaming Conventions, the podcast you didn't know you needed about Gen Con, Origins Game Fair, PAX Unplugged, and beyond. I'm your host, Quarex. And I'm your other host, Ben. Quarex, in our last episode, we were talking about general tips for Gen Con. Now we're going to transition into sort of the broader Gen Con experiences of what's going on. So this episode, we're going to focus on getting into indie and getting around indie. First thing to consider is what the traffic report looks like. I am told that it might be described in India as an orange cone season. Oh, man. Yeah. If you spend any time reading about this, and why would you in general? But, you know, we've we've both been there. They're spending like $400 million, I think, for infrastructure upgrades. $449 million, but who's counting? The good news is they have two, like, big projects just covering the interstates around Indianapolis. One of them is actually already done this summer, which is what it's supposed to be, right? But then, of course, the other one is just starting. It's supposed to be done by Gen Con, and we've all heard things are supposed to be done before they would affect us in the past. And we hope we can trust that. But it's going to be a thing. If you're coming in from whichever side it is, you're going to want to check and see if it's going to add, like, 45 minutes to your commute. If you're coming in at all, you're driving in, you want to look at Google Maps regardless. Especially if you're going to come in in the morning. Especially if you have early events. I have had people who show up and either just get stuck in will in the will call line or get stuck in traffic. Mm. And the, you know they showed up two hours late to a nine o'clock event, and it's just like, sorry, dude, <laughs> we, we've got yeah. somebody on generic tickets already. My yeah, bad, my real. dude. You should go get those yeah. converted into some generics, my man. It's true. That's one of the reasons I always try to get in at night. You know, whichever day it is, fine. Mm. But yeah, I don't want to deal with getting through actual people trying to get to work in, in downtown Indianapolis. Parking can be a whole deal. I haven't had to experience it too much as I, uh, as I often fly in and don't rent a car. But for the times you do, certainly it's something to consider where you're going to park your four wheels for the time in a, in a safe place. So if you're in the downtown block, you most likely can park at your hotel. There may be some valet parking. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be pricey. I see the the person who is doing it may be relying on your tip, so please remember to tip often and, and nicely, especially for good service. In some ways, it may be safer if you're going to plan to leave during the evening and go somewhere else, that you're able to get access to your car more easily. It's not just people being paranoid, uh, speaking of safety. Literally, the car next to the car my ex and I drove in to the Embassy Suites garage was uh, broken into, like their back windshield was smashed and all the stuff was taken out. Guessing they didn't pick our car, because we both are paranoid and take everything of value out of the car when we park it. So, you know, just, just uh, you should probably do that. If you're going to leave stuff in your car, put it in the trunk, out of sight. Another option, if you're staying in the downtown block, a company called Gate 10. If you go to affordableindieeventparking.com, definitely not a sponsor, though hit us up if you want to sponsor us, Gate 10. You're able to get a pass that gives you the following benefits. You're able to park for the whole of Gen Con. You're going to have 24-hour access to Gate 10 parking. You've got unlimited entry and exit privileges, so you're not paying to get in or out. There's overnight parking and security sur- surveillance 24 hours a day. You're able to get, there's a shuttle that looks like it allegedly, uh, don't quote me on this one, at least until they're a sponsor. <laughs> There's free shuttle service that'll take you to and from the Gate 10 parking lot, from some of the downtown hotels, as well as the convention center as well. 
it's pretty cheap compared to your hotel. Uh, you may have to travel a little bit to get there, but there are a lot of folks who swear by Gate 10. True. I hear that all the time. People are always upset it sells out. So Quarix. Okay. So Quarix. Hi. You're not, not staying in the downtown block. Maybe you're an indie local. Maybe you're nearby. You're, you know, you're driving an hour in. Maybe you've gotten a hotel out or by the airport. Or you found an Airbnb with is a reasonable distance from the convention center. All feasible things, reasons why you're not in that downtown block that was pretty cool. How are you parking your car? Yeah. Well, I mean, we did talk about uh, Gate 10, which, I mean, it's a good option. Feel free to sponsor us because clearly we're, you know, we're going to sponsor you. But it, there's other parking garages too. Like, yeah, at least a couple of years, we definitely just had to drive in and hope for the best because we didn't know about Gate 10, in fact, exactly. You know, we had pretty good luck. It's still, uh, you know, a big city. There's a lot of parking within a few blocks of the convention center, even if it's not fantastic but you know if you're just going to park like on the street you are going to want to make sure you know what you're doing i was literally a parking enforcement officer at one point in my illustrious career and i can tell you even if you think you understand the signs you might want to read them again especially in indianapolis so have have an expert give you advice if you want to take that route one thing that as we're recording this that occurred to me you may want to check out a, a website called spothero.com i use it in two cities that i live in between if I'm looking for parking, oh, exciting. You, you prepay for parking, you get a discounted rate, and you know you're going to have a spot available. You can you hmm. can do that up four weeks in advance or more. You can lock in a rate. So you can, it's just about the right time then, is what you're saying. Like, if <laughs> look, if you know, if I was going to park a car, which I'm not, because uh, I'm going to I'm going to fly in and I am going to use rideshare. But spot here may be a way to do oh. it. Getting around Indy once you're once you're there as. Uh, as I've segued in, which is also in addition to a term, it's also a uh, a way that some people <laughs> get around places. <laughs> yes. God, I wish I saw more segues at Gen Con. Yeah. I used to be around the city I'm in so much, and they've go- they've gone away. There's rideshare in Indy. Uber and Lyft have a pretty significant presence. You're able to, you know, you're able to split. You're able to do all sorts of fun stuff like that. If you're coming in from the airport, you know you're arriving at the same time as somebody. I've got a friend who's going to get in about 10 minutes after me. And we're going to split the cost of the ride to, to get from the airport into Gen Con on a Wednesday. One thing you want to pay attention to is that around the opening and closing of the dealer Harl there can be some pretty hefty surges as to the rate and you could be spending 10 to 20 dollars to go a quarter of a mile to a third of a mile which which isn't fun but sometimes is what you deal with is that the only way you can get around no you know what I used for the first time last year at Origins uh, some of the micro scooters. I can't remember which one, but there's what? At Indianapolis, there's Lime and Bird. I used one of Lime or Bird. And there's actually another one that just popped up this last year, Veo. And it's like, honestly, they are great. I don't know how much I'm going to use them, but if you are ever concerned about getting like six blocks away faster than you think is humanly possible, they're right there. And the app is really easy to use no matter which one you're using. So, you know, give consider it. That's all I'm saying. And in addition to micro scooters, I guess there are there are macro scooters, um, rascals and the like. That's true. You know, if you're a, if you're a bigger person, you have some mobility issues. It you know it may just be a good idea to get a scooter. Um, Indie Scooter Rentals is a company that one of our friends used, I think, the past two years, last one or two years. It was pretty easy. They dropped off the, the scooter at the, 
basically the hotel. She went downstairs and mm-hmm. was able to get around the, the convention center pretty pretty easily. So if you're out of shape, no judgment here. If you're out of shape, oh, if for sure. you have some mobility issues, it, it may be just a good idea to, to get our scooter rental. You know, check it out. Nothing's worse than not being able to get around a convention you've sunk a lot of time and energy into. Yeah, and you will definitely read stories if you, you know, read about Jenkin online of people who thought it was no big deal and then, like, literally are unable to walk by by the weekend. So, for our next episode, we are now in Indy. We've parked our car. Now we're talking about... Yeah, we did it! We did it! It's almost here, or is already here. Who knows, depending on when you're showing up. But we're going to talk about getting settled, especially if you come in a little bit early, like some of us. Greetings from the end of the episode, weary traveler. Perhaps you would like to examine my social media wares, all gathered at linktr.ee slash dreamaboutgamingconventions. We sell everything, from Instagram to Facebook to YouTube. Soon we may have whatever tip jar the kids are using these days. All music for this episode was composed by Quarex. Except for Adidas, courtesy freemidi.org. All editing for this episode was by Ben.